Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Smallmouth bass are on the move, particularly in the Midwest and the states of Missouri and Arkansas. That covers the Ozarks. Dozens of clear water streams that you can float or wade and fish for smallmouth bass. And all good smallmouth bass fishermen know that these fish head upstream usually to big springs in these rivers, and they hang out there all all winter. And uh, you can catch lots of those fish there, but be sure to exercise catch and release when you're catching lots of these wintertime fish because it takes a long time for smallmouth bass to grow. They're very slow growing in these Ozark streams because most of them are not very fertile. But this morning, I want to visit with you and talk to you about smallmouth fishing. It's, uh, it's starting to happen. I've seen some big catches, saw some big catches over the winter, but you're going to see some even larger females now that they're getting ready to come into the nesting season. And I'd like to encourage you, too, to be very careful about catching smallmouth bass off of the nest. We all like to do it, but quick, put them quickly back into the water and let them get back to the nest so that their nest is not left unguarded. But I'd like to give a big shout-out to uh, Pratco Outdoor Brands this morning. Uh, I write for these guys. You can... Uh, Check out uh, Learnat.com. That's where a lot of their products are advertised. And also, you can find uh, short stories there. And I've written quite a few of them for Learnat over the last couple of years and and, uh, proud to do so. But nowhere else will you find so many legends like Fred Arbogast, Cotton Cordell, James Hedden, and many more. Uh, They are fishing companies that stand the test of time, and they're still around. You add to this mix other popular lure brands like Yum, it's one of my favorites, Booyah, another favorite, Bandit, Bomber, and more, and you've got Pradco Fishing, one of the largest fishing companies in the world. For generation, anglers have relied on uh, their brands to fill their stringers, live wells, and their memory banks with trophies both big and small. And uh, their top-selling lures have been on the market for more than 75 years and still catch as many fish today as they did when they were brand new. Yet every year, Pradco... uh, generates uh, new and innovative products that rely on the cutting edge of design and technology. And we know how competitive the lure business is today, but yet Pradco's one of the leaders. At Pradco, they uh, serve all anglers from those trolling for river walleyes to pros casting for bass tournament cash. The father anticipating his child's very first trout and the veteran ice fisherman with his five-gallon bucket to sit on. And uh, those are tough guys. And they'll all rely on Pradco. So when it comes to providing the products that you want, you should rely on them too. And Pradco is made up of revel Booyah, Lindy, Bomber Saltwater Grade, Yum Baits, Little Joe, Cotton Cordell, Creek Chub, Hedden, Bandit Lures, Thill Floats, Silver Thread, Bomber Lures, Smithwick, and Arbogast. Hey, you know the names. You know them. 
They're legends. Hey, I've used a lot of these products over the years. Man, I'm still using them today and happy to do so. And, of course, uh, writing for Pradco, they often send me samples, and I'm always anxious to get out and try those, particularly on the Ozark streams and our lakes of the Ozarks as well. Well, people often ask me, man, when it comes to smallmouth fishing, what's your favorite lures? Well, I have to go by the season because it, it changes by the by the season. But uh, right now here in the springtime, man, the, well, there's a wide variety of baits that you can use, and uh, I use quite often on the uh, Ozark streams. But, of course, with the nesting season coming up, they're highly defensive, trying to protect those nests. And uh, one of the great baits that I've used with great success over the years is uh, uh, a lizard-type uh, bait. And these represent what we call salamanders or mud puppies in the Ozark streams. And they will, uh, they're great predators of, of bass nests. And quite often, if you put these on the nest or even close, smallmouth will run out and grab it very quickly because they know what it is and know it's going to destroy their nest if it gets the opportunity. And they won't often eat these baits, but they, they will grab them and crush them to try to kill that critter, and they swim out off the nest and then spit it out. And a lot of times you can uh, sight fish these, these nests, and these are great baits. You can get them in a variety of Lengths, uh, I usually like them about five inches long, but occasionally I will use up to that 7.75 inch uh, a Magnum Christie critter, it's called, and uh, very effective. I use a big hook with these, and you have to get a good, good hook set because that bass is not going to eat this bait, but they will attempt to crush it. Another of my favorite bait is the uh, Yum Dinger, and I use these in the early spring all the way through the summer and, and the fall. They're a great bait. They're just basically a straight uh, five-inch piece of plastic. Uh, most of us say they're about a do-nothing of a bait as you can find, but I like to rig these on a three-aught hook and quite often do not use a weight with these these baits because even with that big heavy hook, and you can go to a four or five hook on these five-inch baits, but that hook is heavy enough in most cases it's going to drag that bait down slowly, and this bait is going to be float down to the bottom almost like a dying shad, so they do have a little action on them, and I like to let them tumble along the bottom. Uh, it's surprising uh, how many smallmouth bass uh, relate to the bottom uh, because there's lots of crawfish there, and, of course, they ambush minnows and all kinds of things that come drifting downstream. And sometimes I have those chasers when I'm reeling this bait back in. Uh, they love to chase these baits in grab them as well wide variety of colors for these things but uh, one of my favorite is called mardi gras yeah it's kind of a dark looking bait with gold and green and blue flecks in it and uh, i do extremely well with that mardi gras color and of course i like the blue and black as well there's a watermelon copper red flake that they've done quite well as uh well with too and uh of course, you can go to the stores, the box stores, and find these baits in all kinds of colors. So kind of up to you. You have to experiment and decide for yourself. But the camo color is another good bait that I quite often use on the Ozark streams and do very well with. But uh, Yum makes a wide variety of baits, lots of craws, lots of minnow-shaped uh, baits. It has some thin-profiled minnow baits that uh, I love to fish with. 
and do quite well. And in those minnow baits, I like to use a, a white or an off-white color, and they're great through the spring and get even better as you approach summer. In fact, in the summertime, I go to a smallmouth uh, uh, stream. If I could only take one bait, it would be the streamlined uh, yum minnow looking baits and you can find them in all your box stores but uh, great great lures of course i have some baits that i like to use uh, uh, as well and the stick baits and the rebel countdown minnow is a great one i've got one in front of me here that's uh, got a light orange belly on it silver sides and a blue back i also like those color combinations with a, a black uh, back and uh, there are other stick bait, a lot of stick bait varieties out there. I use the Smithwick Rogues uh, early, early in the spring and do very well on, on them. And as we graduate into summer months and early summer, I like to use the short bill crankbaits as well. And again, there's a wide variety uh, of them out there. Uh, Cotton Cordell makes some of them. Bomblers make some. Uh, there's... Tons and tons of bandits. I love the bandit short bill crankbaits in about a two and three quarter inch. And these are deadly. Uh, if you keep them close to the bottom, uh, you can pick, pick up some big smallmouth on those uh, bandit baits. But there are other brands of baits I use as well. Chompers, been around for a long time, was actually designed down on Table Rock Lake in southwest Missouri. Uh, the most common bait is a five inch bait, green pumpkin. Is a great color to use in these chompers, and they've got a garlic scent in them. And I'll fish these a lot of times on a stand-up jig head, and they're great for bumping along the bottom on our Ozark streams through the rocks and the rubble. And uh, you can let these things set for, you know, a minute or two, and I know that's hard to do sometimes, but just barely raise your rod tip, and that stand-up jig head will stand back up, and then the bait will slowly float back to the bank, and its uh, legs and tentacles uh, tend to move in the current and, and looks very much alive. And I've caught some of uh, the largest smallmouth bass in Ozark streams on the chompers. Now, I did talk them in one time. I knew they were sending some shorter baits to Japan. I did get them to send me some two-and-a-half-inch baits so that I could size way down. And, boy, sometimes sizing down makes all the difference in the world whether fish are going to bite or not. I don't know the science behind that and don't know anybody that does. But all of us as smallmouth bass fishermen, we know that sometimes just downsizing is going to turn the trick for the day. So you can actually take these five-inch baits, and if you're wanting to go shorter, uh, you can clip a section out of the middle and then super glue the bait back together, and you still got your tentacles in the front and your legs in the back. you got a powerful bait. It's just smaller, and it's shorter, and you'll do very well on those. But uh, springtime smallmouth bass fishing is as fun as it gets because you can catch some big fish, and quite often you can catch a lot of them. Now, I'm telling my age here, but... Uh, I always keep a few of the old-fashioned Johnson Beetle spins in my uh, bags and boxes in a variety of colors, and uh, that's probably what I've caught my first smallmouth bass on. I mean, they're just a painted jig head with a straight uh, plastic body on them with just, uh, it's forked at the end with a couple little tails there, and just uh, 
hairpin spinner, we call it on. Very simple, small Colorado blade, about as simple a blade as you can get, but still very effective on smallmouth bass. And quite often, I catch some big goggle eye on these little baits, too. Uh, I think you're probably figuring out by now, if I'm floating down the river in my canoe or sometimes I run my jet boat on the larger streams, I keep five or six rods rigged with a variety of these baits because that allows me, and I'm not a tournament fisherman, I just, I just like to go out and fish, I love to fish, but uh, if I got five or six rods rigged with a variety of these baits, I can change uh, rods very quickly and uh, meet the conditions, so Hook up a variety of baits when you're going out to smallmouth fish. Another one of my favorite baits that's uh, also made by Yum. It's in the kind of the minotype family. It's called the Yum Pulse. And uh, I'm looking at a three-and-a-half-inch bait here. And, again, they come in a wide variety of colors. And uh, I like uh, kind of a smoke color and kind of a, oh, light chartreuse with some blues in it. And this thing's got a one of the round kicker tails on it. And it's got ribs down the side of it, which kind of helps – uh, the water vibrated a little bit, and of course, the kicker tail, tail thumps and puts out vibration, lots of noise, and uh, fish these on about a two-aught hook, and or you can, you can actually put a jig head on them if, if you want as well. Had great success. My favorite color, color is Sinful Shad. But uh, folks, that's just a few of the baits that you can use for smallmouth bass, and don't forget, you can also do a lot of prospecting pretty Quick like with spinner baits, and of course, again, one of my favorites, War Eagle. All kinds of size, shapes, designs, and colors. And uh, you'll just have to experiment and find out what's your favorite. But smallmouth fishing is coming on hot and heavy. Get out and float one of our beautiful Ozark streams. Enjoy the wild rivers. Catch a wild smallmouth. I'm going to go do that real soon. And once again, I'll be living the dream. And folks, Please take the time to take your kids and family and get out and fish, and you'll make some great memories as well. I'm sure one day your kids will talk about living the dream in the great outdoors. I'm Bill Cooper. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast, as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper 
an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.